Heavenly Father, we thank you for this beautiful day and this beautiful night that you've blessed us with. Father, in your words, you said the steps of the righteous have been ordered of you. We yield to you tonight that we may be led by you, fed by you, encouraged by you, directed by you, and most of all, blessed by you. Father, we give your name all the honor and all the glory and all the praise. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Father, we thank you for the leading of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, continue to lead us and guide us, strengthen us and empower us in the will of the Father that we may do all that which he's called us to do. In Jesus' name, we decree and declare that we are blessed. Amen. Amen. God is awesome. God is awesome. God is awesome. It's good to be back here tonight with you all, praising God together corporately here in the sanctuary. There is nothing like corporate worship. You don't get the same experience in your house like you do when you gather together. We talked about it a little bit on Sunday. The Lord said, forsake not the assembly, the coming together, because it empowers you when you come together in the company of believers. The Bible says that one of us by ourselves, through and by faith, were able to put a thousand demonic spirits on the run. That's powerful. But it says when we come together in agreement, we have the ability to put 10,000. That, that more, that, that's more than double. It's more than triple. So just imagine what happens when a company of believers come together and believe the same word at the same time and coming in agreement with each other concerning the miracle for our lives. We can't be stopped. We won't be stopped when we stick together. God is so awesome. You all may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I cannot, man, believe how fast the time is going. We've already been to the apple orchard. We've already had jeans, jokes, and jazz. We've already celebrated Rosh Hashanah. We have now entered in tonight um, at sundown, Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement, where we examine ourselves to make sure that we're in right standings with God for our lives. I don't know about you, but I want to be in right standings with God. If God is pleased with me, he'll bless me. He'll keep me. He'll sustain me. He'll deliver me. He'll bring me through it. He'll bring me out of it. He'll cause it to work together for my good. He'll give me favor. He'll quiet the storm for me in the midst of the storm. He's my healer. He's my deliverer. He's my all in all. He's God the Father. 
and he loves us so much. You know, I was, I was talking to God this morning, and I was communion with him, and, you know, Lord always reminds me, he says, son, this, this Bible that you carry is really a book full of love stories. And it's about a faithful husband and an adulterous wife who's continually cheating on him while he's always faithful to her. That husband would be God the Father through God the Son, and we're his bride. And all through the chapters, you'll see where God desired to bless his people. God desired to bring his people out. God desired to turn things in their favor. But every situation that they got themselves in, it was because of dishonor for the relationship that they were supposed to have with God. So last week we read in Jeremiah 29 and God calls the prophet Jeremiah. And if you recall, we've, we've been through Jeremiah chapter 1, 2, and 3 when we talk about how God called Jeremiah. And when he called him, he said, Jeremiah, I've called you to be a prophet from your mother's womb. From the time she conceived you, I had an assignment for your life. Point at somebody and let them know God has an assignment on your life. Are you tired of doing you? Are you ready to surrender to what is true and be blessed beyond your wildest imagination? There's an assignment. God has an assignment for you. Lisa, man, you, God has blessed you to be a very beautiful person inside and, and out. You have a beautiful, wonderful spirit. I've been your spiritual father for a season. I saw how you come, and I've seen how God has changed you. I thank God for your faithfulness, your commitment to even getting my water and making sure things <clears throat> are in order. You, you an angel. You an angel. Y'all don't play about your, your apostle and your pastor. Y'all don't play. And um, I just wanted to, I just wanted to let you know, though, as pleased as God is with how you serve, there's still so much more to you. And God wants an audience with you during this time of Yom Kippur, this time of prayer. Time of prayer. I don't know about you, but I've learned a long time ago um, when I'm in the presence of greatness and I'm talking about a man or a woman in the earth. When, I, when I'm in the presence of somebody that is beyond where I am or my wildest imagination, I can only dream of being uh, there or have a desire to be there. Normally when I'm in that kind of person's company, I don't do a lot of talking. I do a lot of listening because I don't have anything to add to them but they have a whole lot to add to me. And so, so many people miss great opportunities when they're in the company of greatness, either because they're insecure or they're jealous or they're just so caught up in themselves, they think more of themselves than they ought to. So whoever God sends to aid them, to help them, to bring them through, they end up missing it. In this season, 
my prayer and desire for all of you, which is the same for me, Pastor Robin, Gabrielle, Jonathan, and Joshua, who are my natural children and my wife, I want us to come into all that God has for us. And so in order for that to happen, we must be sober in life. We got to be sober. Some of us are intoxicated with life. You're intoxicated. Some people are intoxicated with their wives. They're intoxicated with their husband. They're intoxicated with their children. They're intoxicated with themselves. Come on, anybody ever been there before? You was just, you, you got tired of everybody else. You just got, you made it about you. You're intoxicated with yourself. Just drunk on yourself. I want to lay out before God tonight. And I just want to let God know. I ain't sick of you. I'm talking about you, 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 and you. I want God to know I'm sick of me. Uh, let, let me go over here. Let me go over here. Because some folks think they got a wife problem, a husband problem, a single problem, a child problem, a childless problem. Bless your daughters. Good to see you all healed up back in the house of God. Bless you. Yeah, so tonight we've been talking about Yom Kippur. We crossed over last Sunday into Rosh Hashanah. One of the feast days that the Lord told us to honor, to respect, to remember. God says that when we do this, that there is a blessing that God has for us through our obedience. Obedience is better than all the sacrifices you make. You ever heard somebody, they talk to you, well, I do this and I do that and I give this and I'm always doing this at the church. I'm doing, they're talking about their sacrifice. And so when you hear them, there'll be a level of arrogance in that. Because they're talking as though God owes them and they're doing more than somebody else. Never ever in life compare yourself to another person. Whatever you do for God, you do to the fullest and you do it to the glory of God. I don't care if nobody else helps you. What did God ask you to do? Take care of his business. He'll take care of your business. You know, I was thinking about as I was preparing my heart um, for the next 24 hours. Those of you who don't know, we're fasting for 24 hours. We're cutting off the, the television. It started at 7 o'clock tonight, cut off um, the radio. Um, you know, somebody asked me if they can um, lis listen, to, listen to preaching. I don't want you to listen to preaching. Apostle Langston, what, it, what, what if it's you? I don't want you to listen to me preaching. I want you to get in the presence of God. And I want you to be quiet outside of you repenting. Then after you repent, and after you, and, but before you repent, there's some scriptures we have for you that I want you to meditate in. I want you to study. I want you to cut on your lamp or your light when you get home. I want you to shake yourself. I want you to take a shower if you have to. I want you to anoint yourself with oil, put on some fresh pajamas, and go sit somewhere in a closet or in a room by yourself and open up that Bible and get before God and ask God, God, cleanse me. 
cleanse my mouth, cleanse my mind, cleanse my heart. And God, don't only cleanse me, show me me. I'm talking about mean me, ugly me, treacherous me, slick me, whoremongering me, sex addicted me. Whatever your situation is that's creating that issue in your life that seems to be recurring every day and every month and every year, that personal, you know, that thing you can't even tell the closest person to you. Because you don't want them to judge you unless they're doing the same thing. Y'all know how that is. Birds of a feather. Yeah, I like to say rock together. They rock. Because you can't tell on me. And I can't tell on you. Because we're doing the same thing. That's why that happens. You got to be careful even in church. People will find people that's of their persuasion. Why? Because you can't tell on me. I can't tell on you. And we can roll. Well, this is, and, and we're all imperfect, and we all do it. I don't care who you are. You're attracted to people that make you comfortable about you. Ooh, I said something. You're attracted to people that make you feel good about you. One of the things that I learned very earlier on, Chanel, when, I, when God first taught me the process of dying to myself, Craig, was don't be fascinated about what people think about you, even when it's good. And so now... Uh, for the last 10 years or maybe more, some of you have been around me, uh, when someone starts fluffing me up, puffing me up, or telling me all of what they can do for me or how great and mighty and wonderful I am, I'm very distrusting of those kind of individuals. Not that they're bad people. It's just that I'm not alive to that anymore because it's not about me. And you're trying to make it about me. And I'm not about me. But it's okay for you to do it. It's just not okay for me to receive it. And it's the same thing for you. Because if you receive it, you're going to start thinking more of yourself than you should. And some people are on assignment from the devil to fluff and puff you up. They don't even have any power. And they be telling you how great, they be singing your song, how great thou art. How they know? They fluffing you up. I knew that when I was stupid, a young boy, called myself selling drugs. They, 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 whoever wanted my drug knew how to fluff me up. I thought about you all day today. You look so wonderful. Look at them feelers. I'm like, I, you want something. So in this time of prayer, God, get me out of me. Teach me. Because you got to be taught how to die to yourself. Because it's not comfortable. It's not comfortable. It's not comfortable to die to your own desires. But it is rewarding to get out of yourself so that you can get in God's divine order. God said, this is your divine order. And if you, anybody that's been around me, and this is not, again, I'm, I'm, I'm in, in, in the natural, I'm dead, I'm dead to my own desires, willing, I want to do the will of God. It doesn't mean that it don't pop up. It's just that I've learned over the years how to say no because I can't trust him. Uh, let me go over here. It's not, that I'm, it's not that I'm dead to it. When it comes, I know how to die. I don't allow the, 
the, the temptation of the desire to be fulfilled in my life through and by the grace of God. Because I know how to pull on his grace when I'm almost out of place. Because sometimes it's something that you want, you want to do, but when you got the revelation that it ain't good for you, you know how to call on help. And so all of us are not at the same place. But it's during this season of, of Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, that, that we realize that's why God gave his son Jesus. Thank God for Jesus. <laughs> I can say that a million times. Because I'm not perfect. And somebody had to die a perfect death for me to get access to God. But the Bible did say that we have to work out our own salvation. I don't believe this stuff. I once saved, always saved. That ain't true. Once went to the gas station, ain't always went to the gas station. Keep driving. This stuff be a trip, man. The, the, the preacher that normally says that is because he, instead of just getting delivered from his addiction of molesting people in the church, he comes up with cliches to free himself of the sin that he's outwardly living while he's preaching the gospel. And that ain't to throw off on nobody. That's just the word of God. That's why when God told Jeremiah, we read it last week, he said, tell them lying prophets... He said, tell my people, don't listen to them false prophets that's telling them everything that they want to hear so they can profit from them. He said, but tell them that their sin have come up in my nostrils and it stinks. And he says, unless my people repent and turn from their wicked ways then I'm not going to hear their prayer. I'm not going to be with them. They're going to struggle while they're in the earth. And when they're absent from the body, I will not be the one coming to get them. Demons are real. The devil is real. Hell is real. So it's the fear of God. That's why I thank God for the fear of God. If you're looking for a church that doesn't deal with the fear of God, you're at the wrong place. Because I fear God enough to tell you the truth, even though you don't want to hear it. Because you know better than everybody in here where you need God to work it out. Aren't you tired of coming to church just to be fluffed up and puffed up to do your shouting and know that you're still struggling, your children are struggling, your life is struggling, and you just want peace? I don't know about you. I, I love peace. That's why I roll by myself. I don't need nobody else's drama. I don't even need religious folk drama. I don't need church drama. I don't want nobody's drama. I, don't, I hate drama. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I see it coming. I run the other way. I believe that's God's righteousness in me. God, you know, people don't realize it, Pastor Joyce, but God gets a righteous indignation. God wants us to come into what he has. Look at this. Go over to Matthew chapter 6 for a moment. That was a powerful moment that we had this morning on All Things New. Man, those of you that miss All Things New in the morning, boy, you all be missing something powerful. Huh? Huh, Erica, we talked about let's take out the trash. Let's take out the trash. And that's what repentance and, 
And that's what turning to God is all about, is I'm getting the trash out of my life. You leave the trash there, next you know you got maggots. Next you know flies. You're trying to figure out, why am I attracting the kind of people I attract? If you're a woman, why you attract that kind of guy? He nasty and broke down. There's something nasty on you. <laughs> Got to get that stink. Flies attracted to stink. Why track bombs? There's something bummy on you. I, y'all, I know y'all get mad, but how you, how, how you going to get it right until it get tight? So tonight, we're going we gonna to get in this thing. So, so when you're praying by yourself, you, you know, even if you're mad right now, you, you got to forgive me because, I mean, you, it's y'all Kapoor. I mean, what you going to do, text each other here, talk about me? God watching you. God watching you, boo. Yeah, you, 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 you got to die to that. Got to get out of, God, 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 I, I want to get out of myself. I don't want to be a hypocrite. I ain't going to church to impress nobody. God, you saved me. God, God, you sent your son for me. God, I want to experience what that really is. I don't want to be telling people I'm saved and I don't even know what it is. I want to experience your goodness. I want to have the joy of the Lord. I want to have some peace. I want to know. I want to know you personally. Thank God I got the kind of apostle and pastor that introduced me to you. They don't introduce me to you through them. They introduce you to me and tell me to go home and come to you. That's because we ain't got nothing to hide. Look at this in Matthew chapter 6, verse 1. Pastor Sean, I'm going to have you read that. Yes, sir. Watch out. Don't do your good deeds publicly. This is, if you're reading King James Version, if you look at your Bible, the red writing, anytime you see red writing, Jesus is speaking. He's speaking here to his disciples, and he is bringing correction. He's bringing adjustments because he's getting them in divine order. Don't do your alms in front of people to be rewarded of them. Don't prophesy for the people. Don't preach for the people don't teach for the people don't sing for the people don't play instruments for the people whatever you do do unto God the father and God the father who sees the secrecy of your heart will reward you openly sometimes people come to me I have a conversation with people Pastor Langston, how you do this and how you do that I said I didn't they said what you mean I said I got saved I gave my life to God and I came out of the world and I didn't know that there was a church world within the church. And God taught me how to come 
from among my brothers and sisters in the church. So I learned how to say grace and peace and praise the Lord. I knew how to give you the love of the Lord, and I knew how to go around you because I couldn't trust me with you. I couldn't trust you with me, and I couldn't trust myself, and I wanted to be saved, so I was going after Jesus. Is there anybody in here that got to the point in the place that say, I just want Jesus. I don't want all this other stuff. I don't want to play no games. I That's where I'm at tonight, Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur. God, search my heart. I just, I want to bless everybody. I, want, I don't want to talk about nobody. I want to be mad at nobody. I just do the assignment. If you tell me to call something out, God, I want to make sure that it ain't personal with me and somebody. I want to make sure it's not me trying to lift myself up and belittle somebody else. That's my prayer tonight. I want to make sure I heard from you like Jeremiah, and when you call something false, it was because it was false, and I'm just a mouthpiece. I want to be in your will. Can I, there's at least two people in here say, Pastor, I'm going in tonight like you. I'm praying like you tonight. Because I know my clothes ain't the only thing on me that's dirty from having them on all day. It's my mind. God, oh God, the wicked thoughts I have, the wicked desires that I have that I can't tell nobody about. Move that trash and take it out of my life. God, I repent. I want to be made whole. God, I know there ain't nothing good in me, but if I grab a hold of Jesus, the woman with the issue of blood said, if I can but touch, just need a touch. Get jiggy with it. Just, just need a touch. Huh? Y'all know I'm telling the truth. Your right tune, come on. You'll find out if something's still there. Right person walk in the room. You find out. Huh, married or not, you find out. Because there ain't nothing good that dwelleth in this body but the Holy Spirit. And if we're honest, most of us can say, I am not fully persuaded to allow the Holy Spirit to lead me all the time. But tonight, God, that's my prayer. Tonight, God, I want to be a better me. I ain't comparing myself to nobody else. I don't want to be on a bigger platform. I ain't trying to be the next anything. God, I want to be saved. I want your peace. I want your joy. I want your Deuteronomy chapter 28, 1 through 13. It says, I'll be blessed when I come in and blessed when I go out. I just want to be right with you. Do I got to witness somebody? Just, I just, I just want to. Just wanna. It's my desire. 24 hours praying and fasting. Laying before God. Some of us, some of us are not doing nothing tomorrow but praying. Some of us are just laying before God. Why? Because I'm purging it out. I'm taking out the trash. And I don't know everything that's in me. So we have to ask God, reveal it to me. Reveal me to me. Mm-hmm. And then while we're praying, we start thinking about some things because if, when you get in the presence of God, oh my goodness, you already naked. We don't need a hat. We can't, we can't do like we're doing here. Put on a few layers of clothes, some makeup, some lipstick, a few brush waves, a weave, and press on nails. And and underneath, freak of the week. I'm talking about men too, so women don't get mad when I say freak of the week. I'm talking about... Men and women. So how can I expect God to bless my mess when he already said that he's not? 
So we have to work out our salvation. We have to know what salvation is, and we're going to be talking about this over the next several weeks. I'm, I'm going to go back to salvation 101. What, what does God say? How, 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 how what, what is the model of a saved person? What kind of lifestyle do you live? That's why we're repenting now. God, I, I just want to be right. He says, go ahead, read that again uh, for me, Pastor Rashawn. Watch out. Don't do your good deeds publicly to be admired by others, for you will lose the reward from your Father in heaven. When you give to someone in need. Wait a minute. Jesus said you will do what? You will lose your reward from your Father in heaven. Now, Jesus said that. Jesus said if what you're doing is for people in the church or in the world to like you or accept you or for the pastor to see what you're doing or the apostle to see what you're doing. He said you already, you, you already have your reward. So that's why we're praying tonight because some of us, when we think about what he just said, we can attest, wow, that's me. That's how I got delivered. I got delivered through every time I heard my leader teaching, I can identify that was me. I'll never forget God told me one day, whispered my ear. He said, son, long as you see yourself, you're going to be all right. He said, the problem is, is when you see other people. And I never forget, I was sitting on the front row with some, with some elders, and uh, this elder and his wife, every time an apostle said something that hit, they would even give each other the eye, elbow each other, give each other a signal, and then God let that become my learning curve while I was sitting on the front row growing in church. That's deep, isn't it? He told me, he says, see my son, see my daughter, they will never get it until they realize that's them. That's why they're doing what they're doing. It's to throw off. It's to get out of the moment. It's to... Tonight, I ain't trying to get out of the moment. Tonight, I need the light on me. I don't need you to put the light on me. <laughs> I need God to put the light on me. Somebody say, help us, apostle. You preaching better than we amen in tonight. That's how folks over here... Elder Paul, that's why people don't respect the church. It's a joke. If I didn't know God for myself and knew that he told me to serve in his church, I grew up Jehovah Witness. I would not go to the church. I can't be no more transparent than that. I'm a preacher. If God himself would not told me that the church was his body, his entity, his institution for people to come in and be saved and delivered, knowing what I know, knowing what I've seen, I would not be a part of it because it's a bunch of clapping and shouting and rolling on the floor and nobody's changing, nobody getting delivered, nobody getting any power, nobody's going out there. You got more people in the world conquering than people in the church if we're not careful. But God, but the church is God's institution and there is no better place in the world than the church. See, I said a whole, I said a whole lot. The preacher can be off, people can be off, but God is still there blessing his people. What kind of God do we serve, Paul? He said, I already knew you couldn't do it. That's why I said, Jesus, just keep on coming. Just keep on praying. I ain't just get it. It took some time. And you ready for this? Still don't have it together. Thank God for Jesus. He made atonement for us. Thank God for Jesus. Father, we thank you for your son, Jesus. Mm. Mm. 
So I know about lying because I'm a man. And most of the women that I used to meet in the street, they wanted me to lie to them. And I want them to lie to me. Tell me everything I want to hear. Don't tell me no truth that I don't like. Because we ain't going to be together long. But if you just keep on lying to me, y'all women be the same way. We'd be like, oh, you look so wonderful tonight. Oh, no, I just don't feel like I could, I didn't get my hair done, you know, the way I wanted it. Y'all know y'all go through, y'all know y'all done worked on it for two hours, right? And y'all going through all this. And the minute we say, okay, I know what you mean, you piss for the night. You weren't trying to hear that. You was trying to hear, oh, yeah, no, girl, you got it going on. You love it. You may even know it's messed up, but you'd be like, boy, you, you, you going in the right direction. Come on, let's get back in the scripture. Y'all laughing too much. It's y'all on Kapoor. <laughs> yes, sir. But is that true? Yes, sir. Is that true? So even Jesus himself, he was telling his disciples, don't be a hypocrite. Don't, don't come and play the game you're going to see. Because you're going to see the game. In the world, in the church world, in your families, you're going to see the game. Don't play the game. Live for me, the Lord was saying. So let's read on. Let, let, let's see here, guys, because God wants us to get this tonight. Because when we empty out, we need to be refilled. Go ahead. Yes, sir. When you give to someone in need, uh -huh. don't do as the hypocrites do, blowing trumpets in the synagogue and the streets to call attention to their acts of charity. I tell you the truth. They have received all the reward they will ever get. But when you give to someone in need, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Give your gifts in private, and your father who sees everything will reward you when you pray. Now listen to this before you go any further. The purpose of him giving that illustration was because he wanted disciples to know that their relationship with God, the father, has to be personal. It's not about what other people, how other people see you or how they feel about you or think about you. That's why I, I said that about 15 minutes ago. If you remember, I said I don't get caught up in what people think because when that happens, it can, it can cause you to become inflated. We're all human. And when folks start talking good to you, come on, somebody. And especially if it's the right time. We all like to hear something good. Hear the old preacher, can I get a witness? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Ooh, you got it. Brother, I just love them new shoes you got on. Just make you feel. It's just like, like buying a new pair of shoes, right? Buying something new. It feel good, right? Yes, sir. You put it on your flesh, you're like, ooh. Come on. Somebody say something good to you. You're like, ooh. So Jesus is teaching them. To have a desire to be pleasing to God the Father and not people. Wow. Look at your neighbor and say, God wants you, God wants you. To, to, desire to desire to be pleasing to him. To be pleasing to him. Oh, that's good. That's a lot. Wow. Yeah, to be pleasing to him. Yeah. So now he's going to say, so he, he did the natural illustration about getting your arms, doing your arms in front of people to be acknowledged about people now you're about to see he's going to talk about prayer and tonight for the next 24 hours it's about prayer 
It's, not, it's about prayer. It's not about if somebody identifies you're fasting because, you know, you do go to work tomorrow and you're walking around the job or your place of business. You got oil dripping all on your forehead. You just slap 20 crosses across your head with the oil. You making sure you get close to somebody. You look, oh, I'm so tired tonight. Oh, it's been a long day. Oh, why you get some rest? I'm fasting 24 hours in Cordoba. I did it before. Because I thought if people knew what I was doing, then they would count me to be spiritual. But that's really carnal. Because I wanted carnality to identify my spirituality, which cannot happen. So Jesus is about to teach, don't get in my father's presence this way. Watch. Go ahead and read. When you pray. When you pray. Don't be like the hypocrites. Don't be like the hypocrites. Who love to pray publicly on the street corners. Love to be seen and heard. And in, and in the synagogues where everyone can see them, mm -hmm. I tell you the truth, that this is all the reward they will ever get. Uh-huh. But when you pray, come on, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your father in private. Then your father who sees everything will reward you. Your father sees what? Everything. Your father sees what? Everything. Everything. And because he sees everything, he's going to reward you accordingly. Go ahead and read. When you pray, uh -huh. don't babble on and on as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again and again. Don't be like them. Your father knows exactly what you need even before you ask him. Pray like this. Our Father, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May My your desire is to pray that we keep God's name holy and righteous. And that your kingdom, your authority, and your power come to the earth. My desire is not to seek after my own. If I put you first, Matthew 6.33 already told me, if I seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, not my righteousness, because he says our righteousness is as filthy rags. But God, if I pursue you heavenly, the book of Matthew also says, if I ask, you'll give. If I seek you, you'll allow me to find you. If I knock on your door, you will answer it. So God wants us to know how important it is and how he wants us to come after him, to desire him more than everything. So when you see people, they chase, people chase, people chase all kinds of things, right? We've all been there. They chase men, they chase women, they chase clothes, they chase business, they chase things, they chase success. But Zechariah 4, 6 says that what God has for us, we don't gain it through might. We don't gain it through power. If I can get power, if I can get connected to this business guy or this businesswoman, if I can get connected to this group, if I can be a part of this, if I can get hired at this corporation, if I can make so much of money, if I can drive a certain car, if I can answer, ascertain to a particular position in life where people will see me in a different light from the family that I came from or my imperfections, they'll finally see that I have something going on. That's how the enemy tricks people. 
So people pursue these things, which is okay if they're put in their perspective or rightful place. God said, put me first and all these other things will be added to you. And so many of you all know my testimony. You know my story. Um, man, I, 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 pursued, I pursued God at a, at, at a very uh, young age. I began to go after God. I began to fast. I, I began to pray. I had a desire uh, for peace. I had a desire uh, for joy. I didn't have no peace in my life, Garrett. I didn't have no joy in my life. I seemed like I was all alone. I, I felt empty. You, you all know uh, there was a time where I tried to kill myself. I wanted to drink it away. I wanted to smoke it away. I wanted to sex it away. So you're not looking at somebody that God chose because I was squeaky clean. There was nothing clean about me when God chose me. Let me go over here. The thing that cleansed me and made me whole was his blood. And we have to understand it's the blood of Jesus that cleanses us and it keeps us. But we have to be willing to work out our own salvation to be pleasing to him because he's been pleasing to us. See, the will of God is real. And when I get in his will, what is a will? Anybody, what is a will? You know, some, all of us should have a will for our life. Uh, for things that we want to make sure gets done even after we leave the scene. So when you think of a will, anybody, what's a will? What's a will to you? It's a plan. I love that. A set of rules, conditions, declarations. God has a will. He's got a plan for us, but we must align with him. So Jesus is teaching them, don't be a hypocrite. Because what he was saying was, if you're a hypocrite, then you like those ones that I said that pray to get accolades from the people. So if you get accolades from the people, you have your reward. But if you desire to please my father and not be a hypocrite, not say one thing in front of people and do something else when nobody's around. For my father, he said it, knows all things because he's everywhere at all times. Am I helping somebody up in here tonight? God loves us. He knows there's nothing perfect in us. My wife is not perfect. I didn't marry her because she was perfect. I married her because she was perfect for me. Whatever I saw about her, good, bad, ugly, flaws and everything, I accepted before I asked her to marry me. Oh my God, y'all. Oh, I need y'all to understand. So that's never a problem in our relationship, her frailties. My frailties are never an issue in our relationship because we didn't marry to nitpick about where we're not great at. You know, some folks fighting all the time because they're going to remind you that you ain't good over here. And then before you know it, you're reminding them that they ain't good over here. And before you know it, you're nitpicking, talking about each other. Well, God already knows our frailties. And God don't nitpick and, and point out and cross-reference one thing from the other when we miss it. But he says, if you'll turn from your wicked ways and repent, God said, I'll hear your prayer. And I'll acknowledge your heart.
Because you can say something with your mouth that you don't mean in your heart if your life did not change. So Jesus is teaching a very powerful principle. And again, I'm sharing this tonight because we're entering this 24-hour fasting as we honor Yom Kippur, one of the feast days that the Lord told us to remember. Because God is a God of covenant. Somebody say that with me. God is a God of covenant. If he said it, he's going to do it. He's well able. But you have to know what your part is. I don't know. I, listen, I got to be honest with y'all. God knew. Woo, everybody needs something different. God knew I needed an Apostle Jackson. He just, he just, I don't know if you ever heard him talk TV or whatever. It don't even matter. He's just going to talk to you straight. He's going to tell you just like it was. One time we were on live TV and this woman called in talking about, can you pray for me and my mans that, that you know, our wedding day is coming up? He said, you ain't done with the last one you had and the one you with now. He ain't righteous and you ain't righteous. And when the last time you tied? She said, duh, 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 duh. he said, you're lying on TV. You don't never tie. So your life is cursed. Now, let me tell you how to get blessed. Oh, you want? Ah, won't it do it, 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 do it. And that's all good if that's the whipped cream. There's nothing wrong with whipped cream. How many people like dessert? When does dessert come? Before the meal or after the meal? When you, when you when you get you when you get you that 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 that, that pudding like for me I you know you know sometimes I like I like pudding or Jello, but the thing that really make it good is when I put that Cool Whip, like a banana split, put that Cool Whip on it, son. Put that, and then some people like that. When they drop the cherry, it's like, pow. I don't know about you, but I look at mine for a minute because I already know that thing gone, Paul. That is gone. It's like I take one. Spoon Boom! And that little cup just make me mad. Just like you want to eat this, they only come in four. You only want to take out each four and do. I, I guess I shouldn't be talking about food tonight. Uh, some of y'all just ate and you getting hungry again. But that's that's good. There ain't nothing wrong with dessert. So I ain't talking about hooping. I ain't talking about squalling. But make sure that we're teaching the unadulterated word of God, holiness, righteousness, and what's pleasing to God so I can be rewarded here and in the hereafter. I don't go to church for nobody to play with me. I don't want you to lie to me. I've been lied to all my life. I, I, don't, I don't need nobody to lie to me. I need somebody to tell me some, the truth so I can get it because if you tell me the truth and even if I never talk to you again your truth is going to echo wherever I'm at there's people that ain't even around me no more they still mad at me because the truth keep echoing and keep reminding them if you even say my name ah! some of y'all got so blessed and changed the demon in your family member ain't never met me don't say his name Demons are real. <laughs> they manifest in people. Anyway, go ahead and finish reading that, son. I got a yes, couple sir. more scriptures. And I'm going to let you go so you can get in prayer. Yes, sir. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need 
and forgive us our sins. Now, he's talking about spiritual food. Give us the spiritual food we need. Forgive us our sins. Go ahead, son. As we have forgiven those who sinned against us. Uh-huh. And do not let us yield to temptation. See, if, see if, if I line up with the Father, if I'm in divine order, then I will not give in to temptation when it comes. Because now my desire to be right with the Father, not people. My father who sees in secret, who knows the intent of my heart and my mind, who's always with me, who sees everything. Jesus just told his disciples, my father sees everything. He knows everything. And so he's teaching them now how to pray the perfect prayer so you can be in alignment with God the Father. So when temptation comes, you don't have to, you don't have to explain to nobody why you fell into it because you were able to overcome it. Because you died to you. You got out of yourself. So now you don't have to worry about going to your husband. Your husband come. You tell me, oh, I missed it. I don't know what happened. I got set up. Because when you put yourself in the presence of God, there's a supernatural strength and ability and a grace that you will have to desire to please him that it'll make you do like Joseph. It'll make you run from something that you may even want to stay for. I said a whole lot right there. Huh? It's the prayer life. Natalia, it's the prayer life. It ain't the prayer life. It ain't because you walk around church speaking in tongues, because you lay on the altar, you're the head intercessor, you're the head elder, you're the head prophet, the head apostle. I got to live it just like you have to live it. I can't trust this flesh. There ain't nothing good that dwells in this flesh. You even got to know your appetite. You got to know what you like and what you don't like. Because it's easy to walk away what you don't like, but it's harder to walk away what you do like unless you know you can't trust you. Let me go over here. The person you love, they may trust you. They might not even know they can't trust you like that. You ain't that strong. You're just strong when you're in front of them. But when you pray, when you fast, when you get in the presence of God, See, when you get in the presence of God, Michelle, this is so powerful. You can walk away from a man you can see knowing that God got better for you anyway because the one you with can't give you no peace. It can't give you no joy. Some people just, they just glad to hold on. You ever see somebody with a hoopty? They don't even know how to believe God for something better. They go to church. They be like, I just thank God for my, you know, my little hoopty. No, no, no. I thank God that better days are coming. I thank God that God did not tease me by putting all these dealerships around my house when I'm on my way home. I thank God that God's got a plan and I'm part of his plan to bless me with even the more. I thank God that everything that God has for me is coming to pass in my life. So yes sir, you are beautiful. You just ain't for me. That was good. You are beautiful. But you ain't for me. I remember one time years ago I told this chick baby like Eric, Erica Badu Maybe in another lifetime, but not this one. <laughs> I ain't losing my spiritual inheritance. I don't have time. I know I can repent and all that. I, I don't want to rectify stuff. I don't want to just, I've already been through that. I don't want to keep going and rewind. I don't want to be a remix. I already know Clay. I ain't trying to go back to him. So maybe in another life. And I ain't trying to get beat by Pastor Robin either. So baby. You're beautiful, but you for somebody else. Cause... <laughs> so 
Should have came along 27 years ago, but you, you, be your hey. Erica Badu said, what she say, Erica, in another lifetime? Huh? I see, I see you. But Rob, Pastor Robin already told me, I, she said they misquoted when they said ain't going to be no marriage in heaven. She said, you going to be mine in heaven too? I said, yes, dear. <laughs> I said, yes, dear. I said, yes, dear. She said, you, yes. I said, yeah, yeah. Shatabakaya. Happy wife, happy life. Tell you, I received that girl. All right. <laughs> y'all supposed to be fasting. Why y'all doing all this laughing? Because laughter is of God. Laughter is spiritual. It's healthy. It's healthy to, to have the joy of the Lord, you know? We laughing about good, good, funny stuff. I ain't cussed one time. Huh? Some of y'all pay $100 go see. I ain't going to say no names. Y'all be cracking up. They just be cussing. You be like, I don't cuss, but this funny. I know, I know. I've been there. God convicted me. Look, I'm sitting here cracking up. They talk about people, mama and he tell me, I'm saved. <laughs> All right. Somebody caught that. Somebody like, oh, I got something to pray for tonight. <laughs> Am I helping you tonight? God loves us. All through the Bible, God kept giving his love to imperfect people. He just wants us to turn our heart to him and understand and know that he loves us more than we love ourselves. Bible says in St. John, Chapter 316 said he gave his only begotten son because he loves us. Once you, when I really got the revelation on his love, I started feeling bad for cheating on him. And then I realized later on, you know, I changed because I felt bad that he kept loving me anyway. Oh, let me talk to somebody over here. I started feeling bad. He, my, he kept loving me. And he knew me better than anybody. He know you better than he kept. You can look back over your, over your life. Will he keep, keep loving you? Keep forgiving you? Now to shape you in is not his fault. We talked about that last Tuesday. Some of us are living out some choices and decisions we made. And God said, I'm still with you. But you're gonna, I'm going to bring you through this. But you, It ain't going to be like a lot of folks telling you wham, bam. It ain't turn around three times and you go home and the new house is there and New car is there. You know, you lied to some bill collectors. You got to make that right. I may give you favor and you don't pay the full amount, but you got to call and work something out. You got to get your credit right. I got the house, but there's some things you got. To, why people don't tell you that truth? Just bam. 30 years later, you waiting for the bam. Well, I can't give you that. He didn't do that. He didn't work it out that way for me. He said, son. These are the principles. And if you work it. So every day I work principles. Those of you that's smart enough to take notes, write somewhere in your notes. God's principles never fail. Huh? You can get a hundred prophecies. Folk can prophesy at you all night and day. They're just talking to your potential. Just talking to your but Oh, you did. Oh, God said he's going to do this. But what, what do you do with it? What do you do with the word that you receive? How do you line your life up? Somebody say you're going to be a lawyer or a doctor, right? And just say that's your dream. Because they gave you a word, and it could be a word from God, God's purpose for your life, potential, that's part of it, to be this particular professional or profession. Paul, does that mean it's going to happen? Somebody's got to go to school. 
Let me go over here. Somebody got to get some good grades. Somebody got to be smart because after you finish school, then you got to take the state exam to even see if you qualify to be what you desire to be. When we get this thing in church, we just... It's a trick of the devil. Because what it's going to do is, eventually, you're going to faint. You're going to faint because you say, this, this don't pay out. This not working. Is God even really real? Because nobody told me the suffering part. Nobody told me the process. Nobody told me that in order to get something that the Father has, I, I have to be willing and obedient. Nobody, they, they just tell me if I go to church, everything's going to work out. No. Well, why did I get this good job? Maybe you worked hard. Maybe you took some classes and went to school for that. You earned that. Don't get what you earned mixed up with his promise. There's some stuff we got because you just earned it and we applaud you and you, you can be a great lawyer and a horrible husband. You can be a great doctor and a horrible wife. You can be a wonderful wife and be a horrible mother. But when you get in God's face, God will bless you in every area. He, oh, God will bless you. He will prosper you. But you got you to gotta want it. How many of you all want it? I want all of it. I want to be healed in my mind. I want my life blessed even as a single person. Do you know why so many single people in church rush to get married? Because they think they're going to be happier with somebody else that's miserable. And free sex legally. And then they find out sometimes that ain't no good. See, you should have waited. Now you got a comparable. All right, let's go back to the text. Let's go back to the text. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I hope this blessing you. I hope you're getting something from this. Because that's my heart. Is that somewhere in this, you're like, man, he's talking to me. I don't want to talk over your head. I can, I can define some words. I can give you some Greek, some Hebrew definitions, which causes words and meanings to go deeper, and we do that sometime. But if we can't bring it home, I don't know about you. That's the one thing I hate about watching baseball, right? You know, like in football, if you're going to get it, you're going to get it. Baseball, you, man, you can have it. It can be loaded. Somebody on first, somebody on second, somebody on third. But that person up the bat, if they don't hit that ball, Everybody is walking home from them bases and they got nothing. nothing. I don't want to be on one of them bases. And I'm that close. I just never. My desire is your spiritual father to see you. Why? Because where I am, I desire. I desire it for you. I desire it for you. If I didn't, I've been around this thing long enough now. I know y'all will be quite content with a hopscotch and a beat on the drum and then hit that keyboard. And if I roll on the floor, that'll really turn it up. (laughs) But nothing changes in your life. Is this helping you? I know people that are great. Titles, man. I know many. 
I know doctors, I know lawyers, I know, I know politicians. I, I grew up, I don't know, some of you all even remember Mayor Young. Man, I grew up going to the McNubian Mansion. My, my, my mom, her, uh, her boyfriend was a deputy mayor. I, I was around that. I was around politics, high up politics. I've been, I've been to the White House. I, I've been connected to some great names and, and some great people. I've been exposed to greatness. And, 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 and I want you to understand I've seen all that and still see people be empty. I've seen people walk in the room and everybody, uh, Michael Jackson, he's still alive. He walked in the room and everybody would jump to their feet. Some people started crying just because he was in the room and he was miserable. But if you get in the presence of God, God wants us to come in his presence because he loves us. He wants to cleanse us. He wants to free us. But he's such a gentleman. He never makes us. He will never make you. He will never make you. He will never stop you from living the life that you believe is going to be pleasing to you. You can, listen, y'all. I love being transparent. I was hurting so bad. I drank all the time. A fifth of Hennessy was, became Kool-Aid for me. It was nothing. And that's how the devil do you because then you got to move it up. You got to get something else because you, you ain't getting the high that you used to. That's how he set you up. Start you with weed. Next you know it's lace. Next you know you don't crack. Next you know you done lost your mind. Next you know you didn't, you didn't hurt somebody or you didn't hurt yourself. Don't allow the enemy to set you up by being so busy worrying about what everybody else think about you or how they see you even in the church that you're not spending time with God and you're not asking him cleanse my heart and cleanse my mind Michelle as much I, I know your husband love you girl he love the ground you walk on but he could never ever be to you what God desires to be can never ever happen there is nobody on this earth that can love you the way God loves you. I don't care who, I, there's nobody on this earth that's going to, I'm definitely ain't about to tell you, I'm about to love you like that. I don't even get in, I don't even, no. And I don't mean that in a bad way. What I'm saying is, I don't ever want to even compare myself to measure myself with the kind of love that God gives. Who am I? I need that love. That's where parents mess up. They think they love their children. You don't love them. You may be a witch in their life or a warlock. You like controlling them. You like making them believe that you're it for them. There's parents that's witches. They don't care nothing about their soul. That's why they don't push them to God. Oh, yo. Gave somebody else something to repent about tonight when you're praying. God, I, I know I prayed to you that they'd be close to me. But God, when the last time I prayed that they'd be close to you? Because if they're close to you, they're going to honor me. Shh. You don't never teach your children. Because what happens when you leave? You're going to leave. And your prayers that you leave before them, they're going to be lost if they don't have you. You know, Terrence, if you, 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 you want to leave before your children. So if you leave before your children and they no longer have you, did you give them a father that will never leave them nor forsake them? I don't ever want it to be said when you get to heaven, hopefully not hell, that Apostle Langston never told me the truth. 
They never shared it. I don't want that to be your story. When it's time for me to bury any of you, if you go before me, I don't ever want to have to stand over there and wonder that I tell them the truth. Yeah, I took them and did fun stuff with them. Yeah, I loved on them. Yeah, I rubbed them baby's head and I, yeah, I hugged those folks. But did I give you Jesus? Jesus is saying to them there, even Jesus counted it not robbery to count himself equal with his father, and yet he never did. Selena, that's deep. Yet he never did. He told them, he said, if you see me, you see the father. If you hear me, you hear the father. Anytime you hear a preacher point you to the father, not to themselves or not to yourself, they're preaching the gospel. If they point to you, if they point to them, they did not preach the gospel. That's heresy. All right, let's finish this up, then we're going to go home and pray. Is God good? Huh? This is that kind of word that make you want to get right, church, and let's go home. I want to be saved. I want to be saved. I want to be talking about I'm struggling. What do you mean you struggle? How do you struggle to want peace? See, that's how plain I want to make it. You don't struggle to want peace. You just make a better choice. And the choice is, God, I'm going to do it your way. When, when, I got, when I went to a conference, when I heard that at 25, that, that clicked something in me. That man got up there and says, some of y'all making it too much about the devil and demons. How's Jesus going to have all authority and power? You receive Jesus. You receive him. And now you have authority and power. You have all authority and power. The devil doesn't have authority over you as a believer. He's got authority over people in the world. So how are we talking like people in the world? Talk about the devil made me do it. You lying. You are lying. You did it and found somebody you can blame. You lying. I lied. Church people taught me that language. Oh, oh, Bishop, I slipped. Ain't no slipping. God talked to you in the shower when you was getting ready to go out before you left, and he told you not to do it. And you shut down the Holy Ghost because you heard him like I did. So tonight, we got something to get... I don't want, it's the new year. I don't want to be the same Clarence. I don't want to be the same Greg. I don't want to be the same Danny. I don't want to be the same Renisha, the same Paul, Erica, the same Tiffany. I don't want to, I want to be, God, I'm a new creature in you and it's a new year. I want all things new. So guess what Jesus said? We just heard Prophet Rashawn say, Jesus said, don't be a hypocrite. I want, a, I want a peaceful life. So, Shawana, I ain't about to find, I ain't about to hook up with no fool. I don't even have, if you don't know Jesus, I don't even have time to date you. That's like stupid. I'm trying to get myself together. You don't even know of him. At least I can do invite you to church, but I invite you into my life. I already know what you want. It don't take rocket science. All right, a couple more scriptures in here. What's wrong? The prophet is over there like, ooh. 
What's wrong, Michelle? She was like, ooh. That's how you get that help, isn't it? All right. Go ahead, prophet. Yes, sir. And forgive us our sins uh-huh. as we have forgiven those who sinned against us. I just can't forgive her. I just can't let him go. I can't believe he divorced me. I can't believe she left me. I can't believe they hit me. I can't believe when I was 10 that they took advantage of me. It's hindering you not letting go. Letting go is allowing yourself to be free to move forward. Every person will reap according to what they have sown. You don't have to worry about paying anybody back for anything that they've done. Your future is calling you. And there's more in front of you than that's behind you. And if you keep looking behind you, you're being led by your behind and not your head. Go to, go, go to Philippians uh, chapter 2. You can get us ready. Give us little strings to help me bring it on home if you don't mind. Craig helps me. Philippians chapter 2, verse 12. God, we love you. Yes, Lord. God loves us so much. God loves you, man. God, if you knew how much God loved you, man, it would blow your mind. Half of y'all, if half of y'all knew how much God loved you, you, you wouldn't even be friends with some of the people you're friends with. If some of you knew how much God loved you, you wouldn't even date some of the people y'all been dating. Some of us compromise because we, we don't know righteous love. So we just, we just, we don't want to be lonely. Is it possible to have somebody with you and still be all alone? Absolutely. Because some people may know your body, some people may know your mind, but they'll never know your soul. Only God will know your soul. Huh? Remember when I married Pastor Robert said, don't you ever give me your soul. Talk to y'all daughters for a minute and the sons. Don't ever give nobody your soul. Because what you, what you going to do? When they die, they die before. What you going to do if they walk on you? What you going to do if they cheat on you? Now you ready to kill them because you gave them your soul. You gave them your heart. You give your heart to God and you put them in that mixture and then God protects you. Oh, this is, I'm teaching you. I told my own wife, don't you ever give me your soul. Don't you ever give me your soul. I'm, I, 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 I can't be trusted with my own soul. That's why when I have the altar call, I call your soul to Jesus. I do not call your soul to Apostle Clarence Langston. It's real, son. What your mama told you about me, it's real. Philippians 2.12, read that, son. Dear friends, uh-huh. you always follow my instructions when I was with you. Now listen, listen to what he said. Dear friends... You've always followed my instructions instructions when I was with you. Go ahead. And now that I'm away, it is even more important. Work hard to show the results of your salvation. Did you hear that? Work hard to show the works of your salvation. So people in your family know you're not the same people person. People in your job, they'll know you're not the same person. People in your church, they'll know you're not the same person. Everywhere you go, there'll be a glow. The favor of God will be upon you. The peace of God will be upon you. Everybody will know and now you become a good witness because when they ask you, you can tell them about a savior. He said, work it out. Nowadays, people in the church are working hard, as hard in the world as worldly people are. And here at Word in Action, there is a grace 
to get more for less. All you got to do is lie. He gives me, he gives me to you so that as I follow him and you follow me as your leader, you get the same residual effect I get. That's not hard. He said, remember them that lead you and see their faith in action and see the residual effect. You know, it, 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 it blessed me because, again, I'm a firm believer. I'm a realist. You know, I'm, I'm just, you know, I, I love God. I'm a spiritual person, but I'm also a realist. I understand this flesh. I know how it get down. You know, I've been, I, you know, I know what it means to be fleshy. So as a leader, I'm able to give everybody their room to grow in God's grace for their lives. So anytime I get frustrated as a spiritual father, it's just, I just want you to get there because I know it's so good. You know what I'm saying? But I understand every, you, everybody has to grow. So I understand that even about my own children. You know, that's why I always use my children uh, 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 as, a, as a, a, a model sometimes when I'm teaching because again, not because they're perfect, they're my children. I'm imperfect, so they can't be perfect. But I'm able to see the principles in your life when you do it and in their lives. But it kind of blessed me. You know, Gabrielle, um, she, had, she, oh, she on her way to the airport. You watching. God bless you. Have a safe trip, baby. Be blessed. Daddy loves you so much. I'm so godly proud of you. The young lady that you have become and the woman that you are becoming... I watch you as well as pray for you. And girl, I thank you that you ain't fake. But what people see is what people get, whether they like you or not. So keep doing you for Jesus. All right, y'all be seated. I just wanted to talk to my daughter for a minute. But it blessed me, Craig. We had jeans, jokes, and jazz, and she was in town. And I just, you know, I, I was watching her. I said, look at this young woman, and I'm watching her evolve. She's her own woman. And I'm watching her evolve, and me and her mama, we take our paws off because how, how can they ever grow in what you teach them if you're controlling them? So just, you know, we, we really let her go. But we're there. You know what I'm saying? So I was watching, and, you know, sometimes, you know, when she's, you know, you know at school, and then she, you know, I find out sometimes, Jordan tell me, you know, she called, told me she didn't want to be at a place, and he had to come get her because, again, they're young. They're going to go. You got to go see what you like and what you don't like. You don't go off what your mom and daddy say, but you do if you get the principles, but you got to go, you got to filter it. So, you know, I would be hearing, you know, telling me, you know, well, I left this and that. And I said, okay, good, honey. You know, I, I'm, I'm one, I don't get caught up in the, you know, I just pray for you that you find your way because I know how I was. <laughs> Let me talk to somebody over here. I know, you know what I'm saying? So I don't try to get into I just believe God going to do it different for you because <clears throat> he said you would because you're my seed, right? So Gene, Joseph, and Jazz, I'm doing my business, and God says, God says, look over at, um, look at Gabby. So I look, and she was totally, like, totally disinterested in everything. She was like, she's ready to go home. She was bored. And God says, she's not the party girl. Man, I started crying. You ain't hearing what I'm saying. You can't make somebody not be something. You can only teach principles and live it in front of them. What I say that for? Me and Pastor Robin, we're not perfect. But we're your spiritual parents. And we're a model for you.
that you can do it. And we're a model for you that he'll reward you and you don't have to work as hard as the world. And don't compare yourself to what's happening to somebody else's church or somebody else's ministry because God's put a grace on us. And I have people call me all the time and they're trying to figure out, you know, who are you? Uh, what are you connected to? What are you doing? Why does it seem like you just have so much around you? Because you, they only look at your stuff. You're so prosperous. You're so, they don't look at your anointing. Isn't that crazy? They measure your anointing by your stuff in this new age church world. That's why prophets want to prophesy in Gucci. But anyway, ain't nothing wrong with it. Just... But if anybody watches me and Pastor Robin, God took the labor out of it. We're not laboring. The only time I labor is when I try to make you get it. And that ain't my job. But we're not laboring. We put our hands to it. It even look like it's going to suffer. And God go, that's your inheritance. Everybody wonder, how is Pastor Langston do this? How is Pastor Langston do that? This why. God will just blow on your efforts. Now, if you ain't doing nothing, don't expect nothing to happen. You ain't got no effort. But if you, <laughs> if you live holy, if you please him, Whatever you put your hands to do by ministering his kingdom to others, he's going. But you can, you can cry all you want to. Nothing going to change because you cried. I learned that the hard way. Tears don't, te tears don't move God. Tears don't move God. Faith does. You can cry all you want to. You can complain all you want to. You can get mad at the church. You can get mad at your pastor. You can blame the whole world. But ain't nothing going to change in your life until you bring your faith up to the level that you trust God more than you trust yourself. Come on and praise God in here. Come on and praise God. Jesus. Come on and praise God. 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 Pastor Rashawn, read this last scripture. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 10. Stay on your feet. All right. Sir. You know, I, I thought about that scripture. He, he keeps hollering at me, preach me, preach me. And I, I can't tonight. I got to go home. <laughs> but the scripture says, it's a way wow. that seems right. I got some people in here, boy. I can hit some stuff with that right there. Because some of y'all done been through divorces. Y'all done been through breakups. Y'all done been through some crazy stuff with some folks. Because when you chose to be a part of their life and then be a part of your life, it seemed right at the time. There is a way that seems right. He just seems right. She just seems right. 
this just seems right. We find out later. It was never right because it never prospered. You ever got more on the front than you got on the ladder? Never trust a situation where you get more on the front. Now I'm helping my daughter, especially from a man. If he giving you a whole lot on the front, it's called cover up. He don't want... Oh, there's some folks in here that know what I'm talking about. If he giving you a whole lot on the front, it's because he don't have nothing to give you on the ladder. Oh, I just love him. He tickles my toes. Oh, he just buy me hats and he, oh, he gets my nails done. He, he do all that for you. What you doing for him? Oh, nothing. That's something ain't right. <laughs> when I was in the world, it wasn't going down. Something ain't right. You get more on the front. Does he pray for you? Does she pray for you? See, the night when we pray, God, just get me right. Get my, get my thinking right. Get my mind right. Because I'm telling you, the devil will send witches and warlocks. Me and this working witchcraft. All it means is they're in the straight of rebellion. That's all it means. They walk working in their own power. I have witches that come to this service. Sometimes y'all see them. Witches just come. I, I, I let the witch stay because the glory, either the glory is going to shift your story or you're going to get out of here. But... I ain't scared of you. I got greater power. Some witches dress like them, some don't. Some dress like righteous folk. I've I didn't have witches and warlocks on my prayer team before. They were supposed to be praying for me, and all they did was watch me. That's okay. I prayed for them while they watched me. God did it. God did. <laughs> God did. What you see? What's going to happen in your life? You're going to be able to say, God did. God did. God did. Man, man, listen. That's why men and women, you want to be holding God even before you start dating and stuff for marriage. Why? Because you don't want nobody to think they made you. No, God did. God did. No, God did. No, no, I'm God. I'm, I'm, I'm. No, 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 no. I can breathe without you. I can live without you. Somebody told me a story. They said one of this well-known minister, one of his spiritual sons came to him, and he couldn't hardly breathe, and he was sad, and he was crying, and he said, he said, what's wrong? He said, I don't know what I'm going to do my, my, my wife left me and he said oh man look around as long as you can look around you can find a wife he said now if you told me God left you everybody can be replaced but not God come on and praise God not God so that's why you can you can straighten that man out. You can straighten that woman out. Say, whoa, whoa, wait. You ain't going to talk to me like that. Wait a minute. You ain't going to. Now I'm going to get my, I'm gonna, my son's going to get mad. I'm going to get my, my married daughters a little nugget. Now, because if he mistreating you, you got to let him know that you don't have to deal with that. You're not going to deal with that. They ain't going to talk to you that way. And if they don't want to stay, you get the house and you get half anyway. So you win. Okay. Anyway, let's. 
They need to act right. I know I can't afford to leave Pastor Rob. I'm like, hey, you know, I'll get over it. You hurt my feelings. <laughs> That's why you want to marry righteous. Tell that to your neighbor. You want to marry righteous. Don't marry cute. Don't marry beautiful. Don't marry handsome. Y'all know what I'm saying. They, you got to be something you can look at. Y'all know what I'm saying. <laughs> First righteous. Yeah, good to look at. You'll be... You looking over here because you ain't nothing to look at. Is it? I'm in there praying for you, and I'm like, I understand, you know, and then get me in trouble, you know. Y'all ain't right. Let's get holy right quick. Cut off the lights. Let's go in. Come on, some worship. We want to thank you for joining us for our Sunday worship experience. We invite you to join us every Sunday at 11 a.m., every Tuesday at 7 p.m. for our Transformation Tuesday Bible study. And Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., you can catch all things new Apostles Morning Inspiration Show. Until next time, be blessed.